clown, nigga. <laughs> Episode 94 <laughs> of the Two Bells Podcast. Mm, I gotta stop. I gotta stop smoking. Yes. 94 intros. 94 surprise intros. <laughs> 94, the first thing on my mind. Um, Shout out to Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy non-denominational holidays, yes. my nigga. Whatever the fuck you celebrate, it's lit. Yes. We Get are, drunk we unless that's against your religion. in the middle of Hanukkah, I believe. Word? I think so. Lahayim, bitches. Yeah, all that shit, you know? Havla, Nagita, Havla. Yeah. Was that by Migos? Nah, but they should get on that. Sh- they Migos should get on that joint. Listen, dab crossover wrench. appeal. Bad and Bougie is probably the hottest song. Kosher right dabs. Now. Yes, Bad and Bougie is the hottest song out right now. Yeah, it is, and it's like, like niggas is doubling down on Quavo. My nigga, he yes. had pay- he was on pick up the phone. Yes. Now he's here. Now he's here. He's on a lot of stuff, man. He's on a lot of stuff. He's working hard. Um, episode ninety four of the Two Bells podcast, and we are here. With probably the bestest episode, as I said on the bestest, the bestest, the bestest episode, the bestest of the year, bestest. Because we got taught the goodest. Yes. So our our English am good. Our English am good. Um, episode ninety four. Um, first of all, so we have six more episodes until two bells one hundred. 100 emoji. No idea what we're doing for this 100 I episode. I know exactly what we're doing. What are we doing? We are going to use our social media prowess mm. to book this guest. Yes. This very, very important guest. Yes. So, um, without revealing the guest, mm-hmm. I know who the guest is that you want to book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm saying that it's going to be much harder... And closer to, all right, it's not impossible. I believe nothing is impossible except me physically learning how to fly. And even that, I think. Now you can fly. Like 0.001%. You've seen Shelton Benjamin. That Negro had hops. I know. You've seen AJ Styles. He's but a mere man. That's very, very true. But I feel like. Hops, nigga. These guests, or guests, guests, now is sort of, they're sort of out there. Mm Mm-hmm. They're doing big things. They've been doing big things for an entire year. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, not to say that we can't get them, but it would just be very, very hard to get them. Maybe we get a drop from them. Mm-hmm. But I don't know an actual appearance on the show. We got to work that out. I think I would love them on the show. And then what did you say you wanted policy for this show to be? So my idea for Two Belts One Hundred yeah. was this open door policy. Okay. Where literally anyone who wants to be on the show can literally just say, Hey, I'm showing up and it's an open door policy, anyone can show up. But I feel like that has the that can also fail because what if no one shows up? Yeah, and what if then we look what wild. if what if the people that show up are fucking boring? I think we're cool enough to make boring people seem entertaining. Nah. Like we can cut their ass. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be we completely insensitive, horrible people. Absolutely. Of course, of course. That's my whole life. Yes. But. I feel like. But what if no one shows up? How are we going to get people to then show up? Then we look mad whack. We look mad whack. We can promise people cake. Um, cake and juice. Punch and pie at a secret Punch location. Punch and pie, yes. Secret location. Um. We can promise people that. But remember I that time you you were handing out punch and pie because you beat Flash at Scrabble. Scrabble Wars were a big thing. Word of Friends or Scrabble? Was I it? did. I did beat. I think I beat him once. 
Flash is really good at Scrabble. Yep. Um, I would, you know what? I kind of want Scrabble back. They should put that. They should is put it on that the in, iPhone. They should replace um, probably is, but they should replace um that eight ball game that you could play against people. That fucking, listen, actual computerized pool does not live up to the same thing as actual pool. You you do not learn the skills of actual pool from playing pool on an iPhone. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, I can't be mad at the progress of the iPhone. Mm-hmm. You have something else for people to do except fucking complain about why I haven't text back. Uh, Oof. Because that is a thing. Hot take. That is very much a thing. And I didn't think, I don't know, I don't think it should be a thing. This is the wildest shit ever. We're, we're like, yo. Yeah, you can get words with friends. Words with friends? Yeah, it's an app. All right. Anyone bitch ass want to play words with friends with me, I'm going to post a fucking post nah actually i'm not giving people my eye message what the, f- what the fuck do i look like like a cloffy nigga yeah you... something like that no nah, i'm not doing that yeah don't do that don't. but i want to bring words with friends back i thought that was an educational game that people were legit yeah people could learn words or at least try to finesse words and realize that those aren't actual words like lol that's not a word b you can't put that lol um nonetheless two belts 100 six weeks away if you have suggestions for stuff to do we're open to suggestions, but Orchi. Yeah. Something like that. Um, the bestest episode. So we have the bestest episode. This is the bestest of the year. We're this year is about to end. Two thousand sixteen is thankfully about to end because you know what? Fuck two thousand sixteen. This shit was like from top to bottom a terrible year. Um for some people, not like like personally a terrible year. For some people, fucking garbage ass year. Garbage year. Trash. So for me, Basura. it was definitely the latter. The latter. Um, definitely. Basura? Yeah. Yeah. Basura. It was a very bad year. Sure. Um, if anyone knows me, my dad was hospitalized for a while, mm. and um, just a lot of just a lot of real fucked up shit happened to me. So, awesome. you know, we're gonna bounce back in 2017. Bounce gonna... back. Not like that Big Sean song that's actually trash. Hot take. Hot take. That big song, that big Sean song. Stop trying to make it a thing. It's not a thing. I feel like Donald Trump saying that. Stop trying to make it a thing. It's not a thing. That big Sean song. It's kind of whack. You know. You know what? He should have done hip hop journalism because I feel like his snooty white nigga opinion would have been much more appreciated outside of politics. Yeah, it might have been like he'd have the hot takes and be like, "That nigga is whack." Like he needs. He needs to step up his bars. He needs like, to. You need to diversify your bar. He's saying he this literally like a, doesn't even rhyme on the song. Like, what is even happening with that? And then his fucking hat is turned sideways and yes. shit because he thinks that shit is hood. He's not nigga, even nigga wearing Jordans in Kendrick a suit. Kendrick had the best best verse on control. He murdered him on his own shit. Like he he murked him. He what murked a bitch. Him. What a bitch. <laughs> um, unfortunately. Oh, shout out to President Creamsicle. Yeah, here <laughs> we are. Look well, at, you know what's looking funny? like an oven mitt. You know what's funny about that nigga? That nigga, he is trying to find someone to perform at his inauguration, and no one wants to perform. Like the Obamas had like Beyonce and Jay Z and probably Will I Am and like other cool people like Katy Perry, Black Eyed Peas, blah, blah, blah. But like he can't find he can't find a single soul to perform at his inauguration. That shit is about to be fucking wet cheese. Like, <laughs> that shit is about to be whack. Oh man! All types of whack, my nigga. Um, honestly, if honestly, if I was him, I'd go all out. Yeah. What I do you mean? Get the Migos. Get the Migos. Get. He'd the have Mi- to pay. All right. So it'd have to be an insane amount of money where I'd respect the Migos for doing it instead of it being like a moderate amount of money. It was like you could have turned that down. It was like, nigga, if he paying you five million dollars, 
yo, what you gonna do, bro? Like you turning on five million dollars for? But it's not just the Migos. It's mm. got to be the Migos, Travis Scott, and Young Thug. Oof, that's a medley right there. That is a medley, a nigga. Never ending medley. So it's like even if nigga, like the only thing niggas that's gonna positively be remembered is how lit his inauguration. How very is. lit it was, and how he tried to hit the dab and like. And broke his shoulder. Broke his shit. shoulder, and his doctor was like, "If he dies, he dies." Like <laughs> the niggas was like, "If he dies." He had the Bob Dole arm, because <laughs> Bob Dole actually throughout his whole presidency had one fucked up arm. Damn. He he'd always hold a pen in one hand because Word. his hand could not move. That Paul Orndorff shit. It might be. It might be muscle atrophy that makes it so he can't move his arm. Damn, but it's like, crazy. That's it's crazy. like, could you imagine that? He's still the most popular independent, you know, popular independent, you know. Uh, nominee mm-hmm. of all time. This nigga is literally the tech nine of all presidential candidates. This nigga is like, <laughs> he was on 300. Was. 300 is going to sign Ronald Reagan to the distribution deal. Yes. Most popular independent. It is what it is. Um, So for this episode, I have a thing. All right, so I said we should come up with a list of things mm-hmm. we'd like to accomplish in 2017. Um, things that we may not have gotten to do in 2016, but that we definitely want to do in 2017. Just sort of put it in the universe yeah. so, like, we get this shit accomplished. Let's go tit for tat. Tit for tat? Tit for tat. What do you got? All right. I got to go first? Fuck. I'm, I thought you were going to do it first. Damn. All right. All right. So I'll do it first. Damn. I'll do it first. So in 2017. Uh-huh. On your vision board. Go ahead. On my vision board. I got a story to tell after this, but go ahead. Sure. I want to... Here's what I want to do. I want to dress better. You dress fine to me. I dress fine, but I want to dress better. And I know that's very, like, vain. It's uh, not vain. But I feel like... Do you think it would make you feel better as a person? I feel like it would make me feel better. You feel like a bad I feel like... Yes. You feel like the baddest Obviously. Obviously, like, <laughs> obviously, it made me feel like a bad bitch. The baddest but bitch. I feel like I or could. Trina. Not, I could, not to say like go overly out on money on clothes because I feel like I could dress good and still do it on a sort yeah. of a budget. Yeah, absolutely. But I feel like I can just I can do better in that sort of thing. Just mm-hmm. I just want to dress better, and yes, it is to feel like a bad bitch. It's okay, man. Yeah. It's okay, yeah. man. All right. All right. What do, you, um, what do you got planned? What do you got planned for 2017? Uh, number one thing, probably in like maybe March or like um, April, I'm planning to release a compilation of music via like the Bear Canvas Sounds label. Because I've been working on a lot of stuff. There's a label now. Um, it is a label, nigga. Yes. <laughs> we do things for it, so it is a label. Sure. Um, and just make more music with my friends, yo. Because I'd, I'd be in the basement with Blanca. I'd be in the basement with George working on stuff and putting stuff together. So I just want to, I don't know, just put out more music, put I guess. more music. That's very and lit. And just keep on doing it. 2017, the more music. If we had both drinks, we'd clink them together. I don't have a drink. I ain't clinking oh, no shit. damn good. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't even think it was going to make that noise. Of that course, man. The shit is wild glass, B. Nah, it's wild metallic. That's what the issue is. It's not this being glass. It's this being so metallic. That if it that makes... shit was plastic, that shit wouldn't make that clank. I'll tell you that. You're right, because if I hit this Fiji... Look at that. Oh, man. That shit sounds like... Uh, shit sounds violent. Like toy sex. Um, it's wild. <laughs> toy sex. Um, let's see. In 2017, I definitely want... In 2017, I definitely want. I think I need to. This is a hot take. Mm-hmm. Very hot take. What? This might be wild problem- problematic of what I'm saying. What? 
2017, I definitely need. All right, I'm not going to say it. No, nah, go ahead, say it. I'm going to say it in an alternative way. Yeah, okay. Okay, just fix your word. Um, Let's see. I'm going to... Huh, how can I say this? Gotta bleep this out and post hard body. Yeah. Just bleep. <laughs> how bleep, can I bleep. say this? I need to. All right. I'll preface it saying by this. I accomplished a lot in 2016 uh-huh. because I was paying attention and I was on my shit and I was doing what I gotta do. Mm-hmm. So in 2017, I think I need to fuck more bitches. <laughs> you heard it here first ladies sign up yo hit the two bells gmail with how, however many roses you need for this uh this uh this uh yeah i was not to say i was so like successful in 2016 but my mind was like like i was at certain periods it was like i don't need talk to anybody right now i need to sort of focus on what i gotta do i got this you job. got your groove back now yeah i got my and job. you're going dick swinging into 2017 right into 2017 like a wrecking ball my dude. i don't know man i'm i'm staying out of the game oh, oh shit. shit that should land it right on my foot Sorry, but my foot my foot is good but it's, it's just like i feel the weight oh. all right anyway in uh, in 2017 i actually plan to stay away from the opposite sex oh, for a little bit look at that look at that polarizing Nah, it's not even polarizing. Some of y'all be wildin'. Very much so wildin'. Some of y'all be wildin'. Be wildin'. And I need to chill. Yes. I need to chill. I respect it. Like, and also, honestly, don't hit me with one message, then hit me with another. It's it's not even like, I don't even like to say consistency, because I think that shit is stupid. Mm -hmm. Consistency doesn't take into account the human element. Yes. You can't be the same nigga every day. That's very true. You would change and evolve. I change and evolve. Sometimes I want to be a bad bitch, sometimes I don't. Exactly, and it's whatever you feel. You 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 neglecting emotions, but whatever. That consistency shit is stupid. Get that shit out of my face. Yeah. But um. Anyway, uh, I just feel like I need to stay away from certain things. Sure. And focus more on your crafts and your yeah, life nigga. and shit. And nigga, I've been the most productive I've ever been in probably like the last two weeks. <laughs> I made it. That that was a that was a good laugh. Um, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um. Yeah, man, I'm, I support it, man. I will support you in your odyssey. I know. I, I'll sleep on you. Not your... to fuck bitches. It's whatever, man. I don't. I don't think it's gonna last because I know how they do. Of course, and you know how you do. I do know how I do. <laughs> you know how you do. Um, you want to be my man? No. <laughs> no, no. That's how I do. That's funny. That's not. That's not funny, nigga. A lot that's of people. Public service announcement. A lot of right people's there. feelings be hurt, and I just uh, be like, "You fucking wildin'." Clink. Into the new year. It's oh, the new year. On with new my year. Gore-Tex condom on. Fuck, what do I want to do next year? I want to actually... All right, so this is like sort of craft cre- um, related. Mm-hmm. I want to actually interview somebody for a major publication. I have We can not, make this happen. We can definitely make this happen. It's not the hardest thing to do in the world. I tried to do it this year. Mm-hmm. It kind of fell through. I'm not going to say what happened or who it was or blah, blah, blah. But I tried to do it this year. It kind of fell through. So I definitely want to do it next year. I feel like in terms of writing, mm-hmm. um, um, I just need. I just would like that sort of experience and sort of talking to somebody, trying to get the best interview possible out of somebody. 
I think this podcast definitely helps in interviewing people because mm-hmm. it's just like just very bantering conversation and things that people may not know and just making people feel overall comfortable. But I just need to get like an interview off for myself just to say like, yo, I met this guy. He was pretty cool. I wrote mm-hmm. about it. Here it is. I also want to write more stuff that's like meaningful. Not to say the stuff I haven't wrote is not meaningful, mm. but I feel like now I need to like push to sort of, I need to like tug on the heartstrings of the people. I need to like do it for the rock. Do it for the rock. Do I need to like write stuff to make people feel a certain way. And I used to do that, but then it was like, that's my personal shit. That was like my personal experiences that I like have on my medium as like as there and blah blah blah. But I feel like I can write sort of bigger things on that sort of spectrum that make people feel a certain way. It's gonna be hard for me because I'm very critical about my writing and it, like it takes me a long time to get things started and actually finished because I'm so like gun ho about like oh and this needs to be perfect that needs to be perfect context blah 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 all this other shit. But I think I can do it. So there we are. You have anything else you wanna do for? Um. Jojo, if you're listening to this, Ooh. you, you, Jojo for 2017. That is what we're doing in 2017. That's what I'm doing. Oh, all right. Well, I'm, I'm doing it. Sure. That completely negates the last thing I said. But of people course. are hypocrites, so people suck my hypocrites. dick. No, let's, let's just talk <laughs> so about the lack of consistency. See, I just told you. Listen, so suck my dick. And now it's consistent. Your lack of consistency is consistent, my friend. Yeah, exactly. I appreciate that. Look at that. Um, if, listen. Someone gotta be in shit. That's life. Tis what it is, my nigga. That's why we need plumbers. Um, someone gotta be in shit. I think we can stop there. We, if we got more stuff to accomplish in 2017, we'll let the world know via social media, like everybody else does. Um, best releases, I guess we could talk about that shit. Sure. You know what? Before I wanted to do that. All right, go ahead. I want to talk about the best new artists of the year. Best new artists. Because we. I don't even know of... how to define that shit. Sure. This I know. I know. Because. Artists, you know, they're new, they're not, blah, blah, blah. They're new, they're not, but then it's like, they're also not consistent. Absolutely. So, so it's like very hard. Like if you if you had a stellar year, if you had a stellar artistic year for your first year, like sure. like Bryson Tiller had a stellar first year. He had a stellar first year. Then they came out with an album, should have had two major singles. Yeah. Shit, he became a sort of phenomenon. Anything he sort of touched became sort of very But much when it comes to the new niggas that's hot, it's like they don't have as much content or quality. But he came out with a whole fucking album. That's very true. Listen, people came out this year that was sort of popping. Designer. Designer literally blew up from Twitter. I 100% believe that. No, nah, he blew up off Twitter and industry planting. I don't know about industry plant. I feel I like it know, was man. definitely like a Twitter thing. Like his song... His son- the fact that he blew, he blew up via Panda, by the way, if everyone forgot or something along those lines. Yeezy <laughs> will make you do that. I remember the... You know what? I think it might have been. Someone was paid to promote that guy and yep. make a fake discussion about him. I could, yep. do, I could 100% believe that. Yep. That someone was like, hey, you know what? This sounds like future... You should just sort of make a Twitter discussion about why this guy sounds like Future and why it's actually fire and, you know, Future is not fire. And people sort of took the I bait. blame Madonna. Madonna, go ahead. I blame Madonna because it's like Madonna pulling all these strings with these dances. What's making you think that she's not pulling these strings with these rappers? That's very much so true. Evil Madonna. Designer, evil gap teeth designer became popular off of one song. Timmy Turner was kind of popular, but I think it's kind of just like in the wave of people knowing who he is via Panda. 
But I'm not sure if you can replicate that sort of success later on after the fact. It's very, very hard. Especially since he's kind of like, he's very, he's cooled off a lot now. He's still very much so like a happy-go-lucky spirit that just mm -hmm. like incoherent. <laughs> and, you know, but, you know, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. um, Young Ma came out this year. <sighs> the controversial Young Ma. The controversial Young Ma. Also one record. Also one record, and it really just one fucking line. Yes. If it wasn't for that line, it wouldn't be as popular. Hefany? Hefany, man. Hefany, man. Um, Hot take, man. 21 Savage. 21 Savage is a prime example of how Atlanta's beating us. Yes. It's like, Please it's like a steel chair of simplicity, nigga. It's like all these like really good and really solid producers and like people that are not necessarily lyricists, but uh -huh. they can just ride a beat and say some shit that makes you... They give you a certain feeling or mood. So it's like, it's a credit more so to the producers than the artists. Because 21 Savage is kind of whack. I don't know, man. He's kind of whack. I like some of the songs, but he's kind of whack. I do too. I'll be, honest, I be playing with them whack. shit. Um, Nigga can't rap, but I don't think he care about rapping. Can't I think he rap just, for shit. I think he just likes killing people and talking I, about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I think, no, I don't even think he really likes killing people. I think he just likes this, the way to describe it. Like killing people no more. Probably not. He's rich now, man. You see how I'm in that fucking. That video with Drake where he had on that giant fucking doofus-ass book bag? <laughs> that would be me if I got on. Uh, I'd be walking around with 21 Savage bag. had a good year. He had Savage Mode, which kind of blew up. Mm -hmm. Savage Mode got, like, plaques and shit. I was like, wow, we are really doing this right now. Um, yeah, bro, you can. You can, son. Never let people tell you you can't make music, son. That's true. I mean, it is what it is, but I feel like, gosh. I feel like everyone is overhyping him out of the gate. I feel like he's not worth nah, the hype. I just think he's popular. That's I think it. he's not worth the hype. I think a lot of people, like... Some things are not popular because they're good. They're popular because you can enjoy it. Mm. Maybe. Like Chief Keef. Yeah. Hmm. You know how many times I've heard that fucking low-fidelity-ass beat for Fernito? Yes. That shit sounds like fucking someone's crumpling a bag of potato chips by the speaker. But you, So you're saying Drake just wants to feel like 21 Savage and he's just Yeah, like, he yes. just wanted the aesthetic for that time period because he's is, hot. This is what it is. He, said, he feel... said, yo, make this beat. Make it, make it feel like some Southside Metro shit. Make it feel like some 80 BPM shit so he, this nigga can rap over it. Mm -hmm. And then it, I'm going to come in and I'm going to do the same thing he does and I'm just going to eat up that exposure because Drake does this. Drake does this, man. That's Drake's method. Um, also, who blew up this year? Little Yachty. Little Yachty, who, yeah. Before this this year, I had some words on because I thought I didn't get it. I just didn't get it. I heard Minnesota. I was like, I don't get it. One night, a little better. Still don't get it. Um, the whole boat theme, I'm like, is this a gimmick? Like, what is going on? Like, um, are you, like... I don't get you a boat like do you like boats like what is going on um this year I think he ended out this year better than how he started because I think a little bit of quality control came into play and then he's just making the songs that are out granted he has a lot of songs out 85% mm -hmm. of them to me trash but the be the better ones are just really mm -hmm. standing out and dominating like for instance I made the comment this year that Broccoli, I found it a tarted right. And you just pig Latin that? Yes. Yo, you're not allowed to say that word. <laughs> um, But now I really like the song. I'll be Smoking honest. on that broccoli. I really love the song. Shout out to the Migos and E-40 for giving us such a word. And I really do like the song. So it's like, damn. 
It is what it is, man. Shout to Drum too. Drum killed that shit too. Drum's album is good too. Um, and I had choice words for Drum because I was like, I didn't know him, so I didn't feel like talking about his album that week. But the album's really good. So shout out to Drum. Um, there are other new artists this year. I don't really want to talk about him. A Boogie to me is kind of very aight. <sighs> He's literally all of these East Coast artists in Drake world. He's not as good as people want to make him seem. Yeah, to be. and it's like he doesn't have the presence or the feel, and it's like he doesn't even have cadence. Yeah, like at the very at the very least, mm. P and B Rock has a certain cadence. P and B Rock. Fetty Wap has a certain cadence. Mm-hmm. It's like they, there's like a tonality to their voice that makes you feel certain things. Him is like, yeah, I'm in my bag. Yeah, then yeah, yeah. He sounds like he sounds like a decent Marrow impersonation of Eminem. Yes, I agree. I agree. Spot on, my friend. Spot on. It's like it's like so weak and swaggerless, and then like niggas be like, yeah, this is that New York shit, and I was like, yo, New York gotta stop dick riding whatever is like whatever pop- yeah whatever is just popular and then we Come gotta on, stop guys. saying because it's our people we gotta stop saying yo yeah this is the shit this we can't do that we all want to win but like make it a win you know what i'm saying like make it a win worth winning you know yeah even though sometimes i take the yeah niggas working for the cheap pops that's what it is niggas is working for the mick foley stone cold steve austin ass run-ins and niggas not working for you know for being stars themselves. Hell yeah. It's just being good. We need Kendricks. We need, not Kendricks, Migos. We need popular we need, stars that stand the test of time and who make great music and who make us feel stuff instead of just like fucking just co-signing any shit because they're getting popular. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's see. <laughs> Sometimes it don't be the house. Oh my god. Um and other thing, like Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack to me. He's a creator and an innovator, but not everyone I understand that not everyone can be that, but be innovative in a different way. Like I think Anderson Pack is trying to be forced down our throats. Yeah, I think yeah. I think he's secretly being like put everywhere so we pay attention to him. But I don't really want to pay attention to him. But they're like trying to force him on me. Like, look, he's so good. Look how good he looks. Like, look how music he plays. <laughs> look how everything he does. Yeah. Like, look what? at him. Like the Family Guy shit with the wallet. Yeah, look at my kid. Look at him. Look at him. He plays the instruments. He really sings all good. He makes good music. Oh my god, look at him. Look at him. Look at him. And I'm just like, bro, I don't want to look at him. Oh my god. He's very like. He's good. He's talented. He's amazing. But I don't care. That's just really it. I don't care. And I don't want to act like I care. Just cause he's so good, he makes some great songs. I like the school. I like the song with Schoolboy Q. Mm-hmm. I like the song with Ti. I don't like any of his Dr. Dre songs because Dr. Dre kind of made all the songs whack. But I like some of his shit. But not. I like the Yes Lord shit. Yes Lord, less Yes Lord, Yes Lord shit, or No Worries, whatever it was called. I like that shit. That shit was pretty tough. I don't like any of the other shit. I feel like he's really being forced down our throats. Um, what about black? Six lakh. Black. Six lakh. Six lakh? Six lakh. X Pac of the game. Um, I like his album. I like this album a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think pending if this, in this sort of world where Bryson Tiller controls that sort of sound cloudy, you know, deep, broody, R&B, you know, feel. Mm-hmm. Can he sort of survive in that lane? Potentially. I hope Maybe. he becomes popping. I hope at least one song become popping, but it is what it is. And also Lil Uzi Vert. 
Lil Uzi Vert's not new in 2016, but but he's getting he broke out in 2016. Yeah, he's getting momentum. He's getting momentum. I still think he's 42. Yeah, I I think I, I I think I tweeted this to you. Yes, takes th- off his wig after work. This nigga is definitely not. Has a bald spot. Sounds just like Danny DeVito. He's definitely... When he starts referencing stuff from 91, I'm going to be like, listen, Nick, I told you. I told you. He's referencing the, you know, the... The The Clinton administration. uh, Yeah, all the other shit. And, you know, the Reagan era and all this other shit. When he starts referencing that, he just looks really older for his age. And it might be the drugs. But... Nah, it's his face. He's also very small. He's very small and has, like, a grown-ass face. Mm -hmm. Like, it is what it is. But, you know, shout out to him. He's killing it. I can't be mad. Yeah. He killed everything but Bad and Bougie this year. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I liked his verse on. You like um, his verse on Bad and Bougie? I yeah. was like, oh, okay. I liked his appearance in the video. I like his verse on Ra Ra. Ra Ra, what's that? Ra Ra, it was off the, the Travis Scott mixtape. Uh, oh, man, he's like, I'm famous now. Tell my nigga, hold my gun. Mm, not in here. Favorite that. quotable. Didn't hear that. That was, the day, that was the days before Birds, right? Yeah. I didn't hear that mixtape. I heard that shit. That shit was hilarious. Um, Oh, actually, you should listen to it. It's a pretty good one. I should. They had... I know it was a bunch of throwaways. I know I heard... Not throwaways, but shit that didn't make the album. And I I, I know I heard a lot of stuff that didn't make the album already. So that's why I didn't listen to it. Um, Let's talk about the the best releases of the year, man. Oh, man. So if I had to rank... Songs and albums. Songs and albums. Pick up the phone was a fucking pick up the phone was a monster because be, it's because it's like halfway like once you get something that's good in between like R and B and hip hop mm-hmm. it's like perfect. It's called rhythmic. Yeah. It's called rhythmic. Um, it's rhythmic. Rhythmic. You know, it's my future programming director life. It's not gonna happen really in life. But nah, we could get that job, we nigga. Can, we mean, can do this. Maybe it takes a, a lot <coughs> of Apple Music. Learning, <laughs> I know it takes a lot of people learning statistics about things and when people hear it, and it actually is a lot of work. Um, not that I can't do it, but I know it's it's more work than people think. Um, but I'm actually probably going to drop maybe before this podcast. I'm gonna drop my favorite songs of the year in sort of a playlist on Apple Music. The song will, this playlist, unfortunately, will not have any of the Lemonade songs that I wanted to put on there, mm-hmm. just because Beyonce is only on title and I'm not getting title. Um, but she loyal. She very loyal. Um, she pick loyal. up the phone is a good one. Rihanna's work, a a sneaky one because I didn't think it was fire in the beginning, but then it got really fire. No, now I, I know think it's, it's good. very. Inc- I think it's a really good song. I think it's really good down to the bone. It's just that I'm so tired of it in this year. Maybe like mm. next year I'll give it a shot. I'll be honest. I'm not even tired of it. I swear to God, I'm, I'm not tired so, of it. Like after remember, brunch, remember the brunch bounce event we went to, chicken and beer. Yes. Oh my! How many times did they play work? Like five, six they times. They played work a billion times. But you know what? I'm not mad at it because it's like it's a fucking great song. I'm not mad at it. I at all. am absolutely mad at it because there are so many other good songs in the world, nigga. Yes. That's true. That's true. Um, let's see what else came out. What do you What do you think about Rihanna? I mean, Rihanna's auntie. Cause I Rihanna's auntie. Auntie. Shout she, out to um Julian McKenzie who was on the podcast of a number of episodes ago. He released this um he released this article, the People's Choice article, and I actually contributed to it um, for the best albums of the year. Mind you, none of the people who actually did this list put like the most obvious albums. They didn't put, you know. I don't think they put Life of Pablo or Lemonade on this, just because I think they thought everyone else was going to do it. No, that's real. But I picked Rihanna's auntie, I guess. 
Rihanna's anti album, and I think I did that solely because there was a lot of discussion regarding the album before about how, oh, you know, twenty five million dollars from Samsung. Oh, this is gonna be released exclusively on Tidal. Oh, Rihanna's not on Def Jam anymore. She's doing her own imprint. Oh, there's a whole lot of essentially there's a lot of theatrics and fluff to the album before it actually came out. And then what is the lasting impression of this album is just how good it is in Rihanna's discography. Mm-hmm. Like the music stand the test of time as opposed to all of the thi- all the headlines and things that people wanted to sort of promote to sort of push the album. Like the quality of the album really stood the test of time. It's got really great songs. It's got work on it. I think Needed Me is a really good song. Mm-hmm. I think Sex With Me is a very, fucking very great, dope song. Great fucking song. Sex With Me is a very dope song. Shout out to Party Next Door who also wrote that song. Um, I think a lot of songs on it. A lot of songs on it. Just I think that's why his album was so lacking. Because I felt like he was... He gave all dope shit to Rihanna. Yeah, not just Rihanna. It's just like he's so splintered as a writer and as a, like a like someone else's like basically like... Niggas is milking party next door for a lot of shit. And I feel like it, it drains him artistically. Absolutely. Bad and Bougie. It's mm-hmm. still popping now, but it's a, probably one of the top songs of the year for mm-hmm. me. Just because of how like the energy you get feel from that song and how great the video is. For it's perfect. It's a perfect, um, because, I, you know, I went to an event probably like, like last week, a Native Instruments event, and they were talking about sounds of the future. And I was like, what's really popping in like, in like hip hop right now is like, so, or sort of like, like it's hard, but it's subtle. Right. Like it's subby and deep, but there's like a lot of subtle things. Like with Bad and Bougie, it's like, there's literally just like, very minimal drums, very like transparent, like sub bass, very just like airy pianos. Shout out to that, man. Bad and Bougie is a great song. Just overall energy from the Migos. It's another one. It's good subtlety. Literally another one. It's, it, 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 it brings a contrarian opinion to the solo run of Quavius. Quavius. Quavius Marshall. Yo, his fucking. His real name is so funny, man. Yeah. Um, that you know, maybe Migos should stick together. Maybe maybe they can continue to make music. Maybe it doesn't have to be. We don't have to do Quavo right now. We you don't know? have to do Quavo. We don't have to do a full Quavonce in 2017. You Quavonce know? is Offset Michelle. Yes. <laughs> no. Offset is maybe Kelly. Mm, okay. Take off is Michelle. Oh yeah, you most definitely right. Take off is Michelle. Um, let's see what we got here. Um, Chance the Rapper's album is one that's being heralded heralded by a lot of critics in yeah. terms of a lot of great albums. Yeah. I think it's a good album. I know people aren't feeling it. A lot of people aren't feeling it. You know how I feel about Trance. I respect his artistry, but I don't really care for his like work after... I, I 100% this, feel you. After a certain period of time. You know, when it first comes out, I'll be like, yeah, if one more nigga tries to... St-. And then like the next week, I just put back on Young Thug. Yeah, that's very true. Um... Speaking of Young Thug, a lot of releases this year from Young Thug. He had I'm <coughs> Up, he had Slime Season 3, mm-hmm. he had um, Jeffrey. Jeffrey, which he was... He attempted to change his name to Jeffrey, Jeffrey, and then everyone was like, nah, chill, B, what you doing? That's like, you shit. crazy. You're making us wild uncomfortable, yeah, dog. Yeah, LOL, you crazy, that's wild. LOL, what you doing? <laughs> so he, he dropped a lot of songs this year, a lot of heat this year. You could do like a Young Thug power ranking. I think actually Justin Davis actually did that. Um, he did, he uh, would. On the hundreds for, you know a power ranking of Young Thug songs, but I think he had a lot of good work this year. I think he elevated from what we attempted to hear on Barter 6, where he was, like, a lot of incoherent and not really putting a lot of, you know... Yeah, he's evolved as a songwriter. Yeah, and just he's becoming more clear. 
the hits are becoming stronger. His presence on songs is just out of this world. But he did on Meek Mill's Offended. What? Meek oh, Mill's... Yeah, it's, offended me. it's, it's a Young Thug song with Meek Mill pretty much taking credit for it. Like, Man, that's what... Me- you talking first about? of all, Bitch, you, offended you know what? Big up Meek Mill because he realized that he needs help. Yeah. He realized he needs help, and he orchestrated that fucking DC4 brilliantly. He hasn't dropped a bad project, but he just made a lot of dumb decisions. And in 2016, frankly, he made less dumb decisions. Mm-hmm. Can't say that. I can say that. He just... He, yeah, he's been tucking his neck. Yeah, shout out to him. Him and Chris Brown. Chris Brown has also been making less dumb decisions. Yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to them, just for, you know, Tyga, still retarded. <sighs> Sorry, start, still very problematic. Still stupid. We gotta. You gotta stop using that word. Now. I'm gonna bleep it out. All right, cool. Something along those lines. Just Ty- reverse it. Tiger. <laughs> still crazy. Tiger. Um, still, still out here in these streets. Still a dickhead. Um, digging down Tiny Jenner. Um, Tiny Jenner. Let's see. What are we? What else we got here? Let's see. Um, Solange's album. Did you ever get to listen to Solange's album? Yeah, I listened to it. It's cool. Did you feel the black? Woman inside of you just blossoming. First of all, and the powerful. I'm not even gonna. I'm not radiation even gonna, of Solange. I, I am not even gonna like the first statement that came to my mind when you said blossom inside me and black woman. <laughs> I'm not even gonna think of the first state because sure. Oof, let me not get in trouble. I agree. But um, you wildin'. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Absolutely wildin'. Right. But um, it was cool. It was cool. It's just not for me. Gotcha. It, it, like, when I tell you about, like, like it's very funny because it's, like, male R&B acts cater to women, but female act, R&B acts cater to women's feelings specifically. I know. There's very few female R&B artists that also cater to males because it's just, like, it's like female comedians. Really? Kind of, like, just, like, female comedians are, like... They're, like, funny, but it's, like, mostly the females because they only talk about female stuff, like, yeah. emotions and, like, um, my period is coming this time of the month. Like, that's female comedians. I love it when Amy Schumer talks about her vagina. Yeah, some... <laughs> I love that episode. But actually, I don't know. I appreciate female R&B. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I appreciate that. I appreciate Seven Streeter and how bad she looks. And also, Tanache, I'm on the fence about... I'm waiting for Tanache. Tanache has a chance to steal my heart again in 2017. I'm giving her a chance. I'm not totally done on her, um, but right now it's like I'm more on the Seventh Street lane of her chocolate fineness and her, you know, thick legs. Um, let's see what else dropped oh, this boy, year. Man. Yo, Frank Ocean's Blonde, remember that? Yeah, I that remember came that. and gone, right? Yep. It didn't really do anything. Um, Party Next Door, Come and See Me featuring Drake. Now, that was a great song. Come and See Me is a great song. Mm-hmm. I don't know why all his slow songs knock so fucking hard. Oh, it's um, cause they're slow. One, <laughs> you could just drag out that kick for way longer than than normally. Yeah, it, it just um, when come and see me starts is literally like boom. It's like oh, that was King Troop. Yeah. Um, but it's like th- that style of music has been popular for a while on like the sort of like on the on the lower level. They call it like R and bass, and it's just like these heavy eight oh eights onto like R and B songs. Yes. So it's like. It's a thing that was bound to happen and bound to be taken by an artist. I have also on my list, I have the, um, yo, secretly, sneaky, sneaky poppin' year. That wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, grand success, but it's like sneaky poppin', sneaky poppin'. Two chains. 
two oh, chains. Oh yeah, two chains hasn't faltered all year. Yes, he's like been averaging like twenty five points per game like quietly and like you know seven assists and like four rebounds. I don't know, um, but he's been quietly doing that and like no one has ever bothered to like give him his just due. But you know what? I will because. The nigga's been like killing it every year. He had big amount featuring Drake, which I think is a criminally unrated, underrated song, especially Drake's verse, which is very fuego, and a lot of people are not talking about that. Um, he dropped the Collie Grove album. It was supposed to be a little with Lil Wayne, but I assume Young Money had issues with it, so it was only a Two Chains album. But he murked Lil Wayne all over that fucking album, so it didn't mm-hmm. even matter. And he dropped like felt like Cap'n and Daniel Son, Nicholas like Don. And Hibachi with lunch. He was a very consistent all year. So, you know what? Shout out to that guy. He's been killing it all fucking year. I fucking support it. That shit is a beautiful thing. Um, I'm trying to figure out what else. Who else was popping this year? Who else had popping albums this year? Um, Let's see. Everyone has made up their sort of list on it. Um, Let's see. Complex albums. I like Complex's album of the year. I think it wasn't bad at all. It just also wasn't. I just caught a Pokemon with a beast ball. Ooh, good for you. It was a Magdy. Are you Yo, supposed to do I that? went to an event. What? Are you supposed to do that? You shouldn't. All right. But um, <laughs> it don't matter. Um, go ahead. You went to a. I a... went to an event and one of the dudes, uh, the producer from Maja Jordan, was there. And he was just he was just not letting out any sauce, my nigga. <laughs> like everyone else that had something important to say like one dude was just a journalist <laughs> and he had some cool shit to say. This nigga was like, I'm not letting any of the sauce out. No. I Drake stayed there in my pocket. Me. Drake would not let me. Beyonce's lemonade. Um, do you feel any better about that album? What do you mean? Like in Have retrospect you listened to it? in retrospect, I understand it. Sure. But um I don't really care for it. Mm. I like the album. Nah. I like the album. I, I like feel the album. like I feel like it was one of her weaker releases. Her self-titled album is, like, to me... I see a lot of debates on that. A lot of people enjoy her self-titled album more. I think I enjoy... Yeah, and I feel like it's untoppable. Mm. It's untoppable. Like, untoppable. Lemonade... Yeah. That sounds like a porn. <laughs> <laughs> untoppable. They said he was untoppable. I have to... And so the three ladies of the... <laughs> <laughs> they gotta suck his dick all at the same time. He said he was untoppable. Um, let's see what else that here. We had a tribe called Quest... Yo, this is what this episode is going to be called, Untoppable. Untoppable. Nah, I'm the bestest, man. The bestest of the year. The bestest, bro. Um, Birds in the Trap oh, man. the Night, bro. Hard John. Hard John. Hard John. I like it better in retrospect, but I still don't I think like it's it better out of order. I, yeah, I, still yeah, I like it better out of order. When I can put it in whatever order I want, that's the way I like it. You know, one of the one of my top songs on my playlist for... Um, for is is a song from Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight. Which one? It's called Sweet Sweet. Yeah. I like Sweet Sweet a lot. It's one of my top songs of the year. It shit sounds good. Um let's see, you got Rihanna Anti. Schoolboy Q Blank Face LP. It kinda came and went, but the that part song stuck around for a very long time. I think it was probably Kanye West's most. I think this had like a lot verse. of good cuts, but no one really gave it the Because it's not really like a it's kind of like a background sort of smoke and, you know, do nigga shit to album. It's not really like a shit, something like musically you can bump. Musically, it's also fine because musically it's like, it's great. It's, you know, it is what it is, but it's not like, it's not widely accessible. 
if you know what I mean. Like, it's not a whole, it's not an album for everybody. But I think that part ended up just, like, it wasn't supposed to be popping. It actually wasn't popping when it started. And then it just became popping out of, like, nowhere because of the hook and, like, the insanity of Kanye West's verse. And it's by far the most notable Kanye West verse in probably the last, like, three years. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what we got here. But... Did you like? Do you remember Danny, Danny Brown's Brown? album? Oh man, this is an interesting fucking album. I haven't fucking listened to it since I first listened to it. So, honestly, it's just all over the fucking place. And for a hip hop album, it's brave as fuck. Yes. And that's what I kind of respect about it. Yo, views. I forgot about views. I didn't forget about views. I wanted to kind of get to it last. All right, let's get to it last. Um, what else we got here? Um, K Tronado was good. K Tronado was good. K Tronado was good. I didn't listen to Kevin Gates. I did listen to it because I'm a hood nigga and it's hood niggas knew about I heard it was good. Yeah, it was pretty good. I heard it was good. But I think he's th- in jail now. But what's fucked up is after the singles, it doesn't leave much for you. No. Um, YG's YG's still brazy. Still brazy. Was YG decent. dropped a lot of things this year. Um, Kamaya. Kamaya, Good Night in the Ghetto. I first came up on Kamaya this year. It was pretty good. Mac Miller, The Divine Feminine. Man. I think this is a really... Sh- that shit was good. Divine Feminine? Yeah, that it's shit really was good. good. It's really good. I told Flash to listen to it because he loved Mac Miller. Yeah, I, it's really good. It's better than his and last album R&B. that was too long. And this shit is, like, nice. Like, this is attempted R&B. It's, like, nice. Um, let's see. No Name. I haven't listened to No Name this year. People have been telling me listen to No Name. And I'm like, all right. Because I feel like there's a lot of female MCs who are, like, they're good, like... Um, technically, but like they provide, they bring nothing to the table in terms of personality. Like they're too caught up on being actually like um, technically sound, like the guys, instead of making their own lane and carving out their own personality. That's why Nicki Minaj will forever be the most popular female MC because she's so distinctive. Whereas you have these other female MCs, for instance, like a No Name, like you know Rhapsody, like um, you know I forgot her name, but it doesn't matter. Like, these are these female artists that aren't necessarily as distinctive, but are very technically sound and can rap fucking well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes, it, you know, I just want a little bit of personality. You just want a little bit of oomph and a little oomph in it. Um, Bruno Mars, 24K Magic. I did not think this album was that popping, so. Um, Shrem Life, Shrem Life two. 2. Shrem Life 2, the uh, Electric Boogaloo. Did not live up to the expectations of the first album. No. But it was cool. Division September 5th. It is cool, too. That is cool. It's like a nice, like... On, man, po- they don't have a song better than Too Deep on there. That's no. The, that's the it's, worst that's, part. Yeah, that's pretty much... I, th- that, and I think second place is like hallucinations to me. Yeah. But it, th- there's no song better than Too Deep on this album. Because it's perfect. It really is, yeah. It's, it cashes out completely on that sample, nigga. Absolutely. Like, it's it's really good. This is an album you can only exclusively listen to after 11 o'clock. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't work in the afternoon. It you doesn't can, work in the morning. Yeah, and you can't have, like... You can't have had, like, a... What the fuck is that? Yo, what are these? Are these just indie releases, or...? No, it's David Bowie and oh. Bauer. Oh, Bauer. Bauer's cool. Bauer's cool. Um, cool dude. Watch Joey him. Perp. I haven't listened to Joey Perp. Nope. Um, Endless by Frank, Frank Ocean. Ocean. <laughs> you have some nerve putting Endless by Frank Ocean on this list complex. You word. Catch these hands. 21 Savage and Metro Boomin' Savage mode. Well produced. Yes. That's the best thing you can say, say about that. it. Um, it's the best thing you can say about Starboy it. Starboy by The Weeknd. Starboy Weeknd. It was surprisingly oh, good. It is good, but overproduced. 20 tracks. 
one. I don't. I two. can't. I can't remember the names of the songs. Too many sounds, my nigga. When I hear that shit, when I hear Starboy go off in a club, mm-hmm. it's like those fucking bongos. Sounds fucking Starboy. annoying. Still, still hate Starboy. Big Baby Drum by Drum. Not for I, but I understand its appeal. It's okay. It's okay. It doesn't live long. Um, I didn't listen to that Lady Gaga album. Did not like Maxwell. I'm mad he took seven years to drop an album, and then it was kind of not cool. Um, Blood Orange. I wanted to get into him, but I'm still not ready yet. Um, it's Who? Dev Hines. This producer, Dev Hines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's his face? Loves him. George. George loves him. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not totally there yet. Um, uh, he had a Red Bull speech. Oh, really? Good. Yeah, you can watch that before you actually listen to the album. DJ Khaled, Major Key. Eh. Uh, pretty good orchestrated, but probably not his best release. Ariana Grande, Dangerous Woman. It's that She's not dangerous. She need to get her goddamn feet out the sink. <laughs> <laughs> Better album than, you know. Uh, ben Staples is right. He's like, get your feet out the sink, y'all nasty. Better album than most. And then, of course, we have Drake's Views. Uh, uh, Drake's Views finally wrapping up this John. Um... What can I say? It felt like... <sighs> Still not that good. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, in retrospect, it's it not that great. It didn't grow on me or... Sorry. Ow. Sorry. I didn't know right it, on my dongle. I didn't know that would happen. That um, shit hurt. Pause, I guess. You don't um, have to pause that. It was the mic that fell. Sure, but some people didn't realize that until you just mentioned it. Yeah, 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 but you don't have to say pause. I threw before. shit on your dick. I didn't fucking do that i don't think you would no as a man like we're not really like unless it's a survival situation we're not really gonna hit each other in the dick of course or like we're no white. rochambeau no rochambeau um nonetheless drake's views didn't really get any better it didn't grow on me it didn't grow on anybody singles were still kind of meh like controller was popping but like controller is complete controller's popping this is completely independent of the album um one dance is good i think one dance is also very independent of the album i think it's unfortunate One Dance is like his most his most successful single to date because that is not like a proper representation of what Drake is entirely. And I think that's what it's end up going to sound like. Mm-hmm. But Drake itself Drake himself is like Drake is not one dance. And while one dance is great and one dance is I think the features on One Dance don't get enough credit, Liz mm-hmm. Kid and Kyla mm-hmm. or Kaya. Um even though Drake's is just a good song, but I don't think it's like personification of, you know, what Drake is. But it is what it is. Um, I hope his next album is better. He was supposed to drop more life playlists or album or whatever fuck it is, and he didn't actually do it. So it is what it is. Got him. Um. Yeah, man. Let's. Uh, you got an album of the year out of the way. We have no. I, I'm not. T- I'm not creating no fucking list. I'm not. Yeah, you're right. Uh, probably best releases for me. Probably Birds and Jeffrey. Um, I'd say for me, shit. I got a lot of good ones. I like Beyonce. I like Solange. I like Kanye West. I like Chance the Rapper. I like Schoolboy Q. I like Jeffrey. I like Don Richard. Actually, I was listening to Don Richard's um album the other day. I like uh. Fuck. I'm mad she says her name like that, but she Creole. Yes, Obviously um, difficult. They like the Guyanese people. <laughs> they difficult every time. Um, and just varies. I like the Return of East Atlanta Santa. I still kind of. Oh to yeah, that. that shit is still hard. I, I keep, I keep, I keep that. not treating it like it's in 2016 because it's yeah. the end of the year. But it's still kind of hard. Like it's still tough. That drove you crazy with Bryson Tiller is like very. Not even just that drove you crazy. I know nigga. it's a lot. More I'm a trap than god that. and I walk on water. Right. I'm a trap god and I walk on water. Right. It's definitely fire. Shout to Future, who didn't have quite as a fire year, but he, he got he got he got along, he got along. 
like his 2015 was fire enough. I think he needed time to cool off. Yeah, I think he needed time to cool off and, and then work he'd on come more back. Stuff. Yeah, he'd yeah, come back. Come back next year. Who knows? I think 2017 is more of a year for him. Um, wrestling in 2016. Oh, wrestling in 2016. Fucking like, honestly, it keeps. I think it keeps. It's like, a it's a building. flux. It's a flux and it's building back. I I used to get mad at Raw, but then I realized you I'm know what this isn't what no this isn't originally what they planned for. Well, yeah, but I'm not gonna. If it's not originally what you planned for, just, you know. You can't, comp- yeah, but it's hard for them to adjust because they're in a period where they're building stars. I understand that, but it's like, if you're dead ass waiting, all right, so the thing with Raw is, Raw started off kind of, the first episode of Raw post-brand split, because the brand split is really a talk of this year. Like, mm-hmm. there's this year before the brand split, and then there's the year after the brand split. And everyone just really remembers things after the brand split, split because that's essentially how life is now. Like, we're not... You don't remember sort of the things. I remember, I know at the beginning of the year there was AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho when AJ Styles came in. I know um, Triple H won the Royal Rumble, which he became WWE champion, and then he had to defend it against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I know Brock Lesnar faced Dean Ambrose in a kind of lackluster match. I know there's various things. WrestleMania 33 was a very, like, large WrestleMania that was, like, five and a half hours fucking long. And, like, there's a lot of things that happen pre um, the draft, but everything sort of post draft is where we're at now, and that's kind of how things are really, you know, looked at now. And I think post draft, by far, Raw has had pretty much the st- Raw still has the star power, mm-hmm. but it's just the way that it's the being, execution is poor, and it's just like three hours is still too long for a wrestling show, like for a wrestling show with like half the time. Yes, talent. three hours is still way too long. I think that's long. what's ki- killing them, it's and I feel like. The cruiserweights should not be on Raw. Cruiserweights should not be on Raw, but I don't think I'd watch them otherwise because I don't watch 205 Live. I don't watch 205 Live if it was in the format of the Cruiserweight Classic, which is another high point of this year. The Cruiserweight Classic was fucking amazing for the stars it produced and the quality of matches it produced and just sort of the feel, just like the independent feel that WWE sort of cultivated on their own. It was just amazing, and they're going for they're going they're going sort of double down on it. They're, when, yeah, they're when doubling doing the the UK uh, tournament. Yeah, they're doubling down. And on And like it. the fucking the fucking uh, what culture people are fucking wetting themselves because some of their stars get to go up there and do that. Yeah, I'm. I feel like I'm glad it's a two night tournament. Yeah, and not like a like a month long shit. I think I could fuck with it because I actually do like European wrestling because it's very hard hitting and just not just hard hitting. It's very super technical. Technical. It's, it's and good all to watch. It's like real I, grappling. Yeah, I like you know I like the way that you know William Regal wrestles and all the other sort of UK stars. Even though the wrestling in a sense has just changed overall. You know, you know for a fact since Michael Nigel McGuinness is helping like uh, call the, I guess the matches. You know Daniel Bryan had a like a hand in ha- him being called up to do that. Yes. Um. I feel like just sort of raw like- th- raw this year is definitely the three hours is definitely keeping them like, you know, it, it's they're trying to drag too much stuff. And then they do the same thing where it's like they do the same thing over and over. I can't explain how many times like there's these raw brand only pay-per-views of matches we've already seen because you had matches for them to qualify for this damn match. Like, you have Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens to qualify for Roman Reigns to face Kevin Owens for the WWE Championship. And it's like, what the fuck? Why does that make any goddamn sense? But, you know, it is what it is. I think Raw has suffered, but it's still just overall the A show. Um, The women's division, um, 
at the peak at the top of this year was very popping. Um, now it's been split in half, and it's like it's sort of you know they kept the stars they want to be heralded as the woman's revolution mm-hmm. on Raw with Charlotte and Sasha Banks and Paige, who is no longer here because she's out here just being wild with Alberto Del Rio, and she's in injury reserve as well. But it's like the the since the brand split, it's really just been Charlotte and Sasha Banks. Mind mm-hmm. you, they've had a great women's feud. And they're trying to push Bailey into this, and I'm just like, you guys gotta sort of slow down then. No, I think Bailey, I think Bailey is good for it. I, I think Bailey's good for it, but I think I just don't like them throwing the strap around so goddamn much. I think they did that to sort of, I think for two reasons, they did that to give attention to the belt. They did that to legitimize both girls. And then they, yeah, but you can build you can build stars without having to give up the belt so often. But Charlotte didn't give up the belt until like she literally had a like a ten month reign. She literally mm-hmm. had a ten month reign with the yeah, belt. Yeah, but now it's like a ping pong. It's like fucking stupid. I I, I like it. I like it because it's like it gives a spark to the title scene and it shows that anybody can win at any time. And it's not like they both don't deserve it. It's not like they're handing it to like four different people back to back month. It's Absolutely. literally like. Yo, I can beat you any night of the week, and you can beat me any time but of the week. But I would have wanted it to build up to the point where it's like, sort of Sasha's the like super underdog in this, and she's like. To be honest, I think she's being. They say wanted, Vince McMahon a, is not. I want a miracle feel. They they say Vince McMahon is not high on her. And it doesn't matter what the fuck he's high on. It's what we. Well, invest it absolutely in. does matter. No, it doesn't. Because as long as we keep putting money into something, he'll keep putting money into something. Uh, no. Nah. I think it's, he's not high. Well, in terms of the thought, I wanted to finish. He's not high on her, but I think it's just because, like, she's naturally a heel, man. Like, she's like the she's at her best when she's at her baddest. She's her baddest when she's the boss. And, like, she is the boss now, but she's not the boss. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's when she's out here... I watched um, her Iron Man match with Bailey the other day before the, her Iron Man match with Charlotte, and it's just like, dog, she, you know, snatched the hair bun out of that little Izzy girl and made her cry, and it was just like the the most bad things that she can do. I feel like she's she's you know she's not being utilized to her full potential because it, naturally at heart she's a bad evil person, but you know it is what it is. I think. Um, I think mm-hmm. SmackDown benefited greatly by having currently, like, the best wrestler on earth in AJ Styles. Yo, first of all, God bless AJ Styles for constantly doing these matches with Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, those matches look fucking amazing. And it's like, you couldn't imagine that with anybody else. This guy's a fucking all-star athlete. Dean Ambrose is shaky in terms of matches. Like, he has his on and off moments. But, mm-hmm. like, against AJ, AJ Styles Like, with spots, he's look... decent. But it's not like he's got super athleticism. No. With, like, AJ Styles just makes everyone look so good. Like, he had great matches with Roman Reigns this year at Extreme Rules, which Absolutely. is a fantastic Stellar match. year, man. He's had it the, shows. the series with fucking John Cena, which is that he pretty much had, like, two match of the year candidates with John Cena. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he's been killing it from the time he entered at Royal Rumble, where he showed up, and then, like, to now, where he's WWE champion. And I just, like, I couldn't... He always deserved the WWE Championship. I never actually thought he'd get it this soon. Mm-hmm. But he deserved it, quite frankly. He didn't deserve to go down to NXT and have to fight his way up. He deserved to be on the main roster killing shit right now. And 
I felt like we would have had that year. I feel like Raw might have been completely different if Finn Balor didn't get injured. Actually, I know it would have been completely different. It would have been completely different. Um, but it, it, what would be so crazy is he'd be super protected. He'd be in that he's stage. He's ultra protected, bro. He's, like, so protected. It's so crazy. Um, he'd be, like, in, like, what we would call, like, John Cena's spot mm-hmm. back in, like, late 2000s. Fucking, what else was great this year? New Day. New Day becoming the longest reigning tag team champions ever. Mm-hmm. Um, that was good. Their reign sort of at the end, it just kind of got like ridiculous because it was obvious that they were keeping the belts on them to pass Demolition's record. Mm-hmm. So it was like teams who didn't win that probably should have won, you know, various things. Like Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, who they Who's brought been in. nerfed this entire yeah, year. Yeah, yo, they brought them in from Japan, my nigga. They I were thought... so hot when they first came in, too, and then it's just like, nah. Yeah, they, they were got... so hot. They were part of the clique. We thought we were going to see a very destructive stable. But I think, I think eventually they will get their run. Uh-huh. Because... But it's like they, they took all the steam out of them by doing this. I absolutely 100% agree. So I would have said, yo, let's wait till this happens and then have them come in and break up the street because they're this hot group from Japan. Nobody knows shit about them, so they're just going to go hard. I agree. And then... I 100% agree. Um, Randy Orton. Randy Orton's flippity-floppity into the... Randy the, Orton into the Wyatts is like the sneaky... Fire thing of the year. Yeah. Sneaky fire. Because it really is going to really revitalize them. Yeah, it revitalized them. It gives him something fresh. There's something that he never really had going on. He was just kind of the guy for a very long time. He was like just this guy who just wrestles and he's like in this spot and he's like not moving out of the spot. But now it gives him sort of a fresh take on his character. I want to see how long they actually do it. I don't know if they're building to a WrestleMania match or they're just kind of doing this long term. I think at this point it's working so well that they should sort of keep them going past WrestleMania and then maybe turn them down the line when the steam starts sort to sort of fade off. But they're going really well right now. Um, it's it's so smart, these like these like suicide positioning ass moves mm-hmm. that they do. Sami Zayn had a number of great matches this year. Number of great matches, but not enough motherfucking respect. Absolutely. I agree. I was like, yo, how is this guy not a mid-card champion by now? I think he's his trajectory is so th- awkward. No, I think he's I'll be honest with you, I think he's fine. I think he's going to get there eventually because he has such natural crowd support anyway. Mm-hmm. And he's just such a talented personality and wrestler at the same time. I think he's going to get there anyway, but it's going to take time to get there. Like, it's not going to be, he's not immediately going to be there. Mm-hmm. And I think this is going to make his story greater. The story of Daniel Bryan is that he got shitted on for a long ass time before he became actually great. And mm-hmm. that sort of made the story as what it was. But and it's like now that we know that these people can be great, and we if we put enough support behind them and give them like the good matches and things like that. I feel like he's going to get the opportunity eventually. Like there's at some point in his career, it's like, you know, I feel like he's going to get the, the yeah. I just feel like he's going to get the opportunity eventually. Like it's it's only a matter of time. Um, Brock Lesnar pretty much got nerfed this entire year. He's not as badass as he used to be, even though he went to the UFC for like a month and kicked ass. Sad Lesnar. Um, God, look at these, look at these champions. Yo, what do you think about those new Raw titles? They look pretty. The root, the Raw tag team bam- titles. Yeah, the championship belts. The championship belts for the Bizarro yes. section. Let's talk about NXT, I guess. NXT is looking mighty fine. Um, it's but, in the transition period because yeah, it's like, getting a lot of people to- left. 
it's not even just because a lot of people left. It's getting seen to that transition period because it's like you look over the shoulder, it's already fucking January. Yeah. And once April hits, you know someone's getting pulled right the fuck up. Absolutely. But I feel like um, it's – I feel like they're they're building a lot of talents now. I don't think they a lot no of people are going to, to go – No, I know. But I think I don't think as many people as we think yeah, is going to get called up. Because – because that shit was wild. Because out of everyone that's hey, been Amber Moon. killing this year is like the revival, yeah. killing it. Match of the year candidate one match one or two of the year with um, DIY, Oscar, mm-hmm. um, definitely. It's like absolutely unstoppable. I'm wondering if she's ever going to lose an NXT or she's just gonna get called up undefeated and like that was her legacy. I could see that. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura definitely going to get a call up, but it's going to be so strange. I feel like he's he will, yeah, he he probably will get called up eventually. Um, I feel like Samoa Joe is going to get called up before him. Yeah, definitely because when Samoa Joe is like in the next month, I feel like it could be in the next month. I but I also I could see it like post WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Like I could see it for the Royal Rumble, but I could also see it post WrestleMania. And just like you know, they're in their transition period. Everything is going. I think they need more top. Ta- I, they need more talent. They need more talent for the ladies. I think they need to hire a, lot, a, a few more indie names. I think they need to put respect on these independent women's names and just like, you know. Just... I feel like they're liking that too, because it's like they've got to do a, like when they brought up the four horsewomen. It's like they have to do so much to get shit back together. Yeah. It is what it, they built this NXT built this reputation for great women's matches, and now they have to sort of they have to live up to it. They have to train these people, mm-hmm. or but, even just pull people from the indies that pull a lot that have like a good pull and yeah. fan base. WWE wasn't bad this year. The Miz dominated. Shout to the Miz, Miz Hive in the building. Hashtag Miz Hive. Oh uh, man, fuck the Miz. Um, but um, yeah, he had a great year. He had a great year. He man. had a great year, and what what's fucked up is they still kept the Intercontinental title on him because I feel like he doesn't need it. He. He doesn't. He doesn't. But he is a yo. He but is a, he, it's an he's he's enhanced with it. He doesn't need it, but the in, entire character. His, I understand it's his bragging right. Yeah. But it's like at the same time, it's like once you rip that off of him, it's like you can give him more, and you can put him in different. Like to me, it shouldn't be Baron Corbin in that triple threat. It should be the Miz, with no Intercontinental title. Uh. It should be the Miz saying, "Yo, I've been, I've had a great fucking year. I've held this belt for how, I held the Intercontinental title for how long. I put in the work. I am a star. I deserve this and that." And like when the Rock comes in, he doesn't, he doesn't have to ask for a title shot. I am a great, you know, he's got a, it's like he's got, he's he's in a good place and he can build and he can be that top, one of those top heels that you can rotate in and out of that main event scene. I agree, but so it's like I think this is part of his story. I think. I think the Miz will at this place in time where there are two world championships because I think a lot of opportunity was killed off when there was only one championship because there's only so many amount of guys that are going to become champion and none of them were Dolph Ziggler. But <laughs> I feel like it gives the opportunity to the other people now. And I think he's eventually like AJ Styles might not have been WWE champion if there was only one championship. I mean, he could have probably, but or it wouldn't have been Kevin Owens. Who knows? But it's just like the opportunity this is given. This brand split is given um, superstars. And let's see. There's not. There's not a lot to carry. The list of Jericho, Chris Jericho's revival of the year, as one nah, of the funniest like guys. Chris, Chris Jericho always has something that makes him hot. Yeah. 
he knows how to he keep knows, himself. He knows how to work this this wrestling thing. He knows yeah. how to be a character. He knows to be grandiose. Absolutely. Um, very sad, very sad year for um. Who who do I want to say had like a pretty bad fucking year? Apollo Cruz. Oh yeah, <laughs> man. You got caught. Yo, he got called up for nothing. He literally got called up to be smartly black guy. He got, and Ooh, then he's just gonna muscles. get replaced by like. More charismatic, smiley black guy. Make Cedric him a Alexander. heel, man. Make him a yeah, heel. Yeah, make him an asshole. Make him an asshole. He has the too easy thing um, that he did on the indies where it was pretty much like he could do anything. Like, he's literally a guy. He has the strength. He has the speed. He has everything. Everything is literally just, like, too easy. Like, he's really... And then he do the pose, the Heisman thing, and he's just, like, too easy. Just handle... Just do it that, man. He's... Let him be a dick bag, even though he's not a dick bag. He's like the son of a Nigerian dad who's just like very hard on him because Nigeria and like <laughs> because Nigeria. Um, like it is. Yeah, shout it, out to Nigerian parents. Shout out to them making plantain and whipping ass. Um, let's let's get to the last. Nigerian parents are really the archetypes for all black parents. Let's get to the last last topic because we got we got to eventually get out of here and end this year on, on a bang. Mm-hmm. Um, we did this last year. Let's talk about the things we can leave in 2016. <sighs> we can definitely leave a few things in 2016. The president. We can't leave him in 2016. Yeah, we can, nigga. Unfortunately. What, if he dies, he dies, nigga. If he dies, he dies. This is true. Hashtag if he dies, he dies. Um, let's see. Yo, Kiki Palmer. We're not leaving her, but we need her to read more. Yeah. I feel like I don't know. I, I want her to be. She's sp- being wild. She's being a. She's doing a lot. That's what I can describe Kiki Palmer as. You're doing a lot, honey. Like, you're, you're doing, doing a lot, lot, honey. You're doing a lot. Like you're trying to be something, and it's just not working mm-hmm. out because you're like the great value version of it. But it's like <laughs> you, you you're doing a lot. Huh. Also, in 2016, we can leave mentioning Harambe. Yo, first of all, I thought that was the most racist fucking meme. Yeah. I feel like it was a low-key racist meme, and I'm going to keep saying that because I feel like it came out all of a sudden when a lot of black people were dying. Sure. And y'all niggas like to call black people monkeys, and mm-hmm. it's just not right. Uh, and also, no one really gave a fuck about that gorilla like that. Yeah, come on. Stop making him a meme. Come on. You got, be- stop, you got serious stop, Yeah, there's much more important things going on than a dead gorilla. He died. We're going to... We're going to be sad for a little bit, mm-hmm. and then we're going to get, you know, we're going to do the American thing. We're going to cry a little bit, and five minutes later, replace it with another monkey. Absolutely. Um, DJ Khaled Snapchat. DJ Khaled, we are leaving that. In, in, DJ Khaled. Like, DJ Khaled, the character? Good run. He has, good run. He has cocoa butter now. He has his own brand of cocoa butter, his own brand of Palmer's cocoa butter. I don't know if you want to fucking beat your meat to fucking DJ Khaled's cocoa butter. Oh, nah. Nah, Joe. Um, but it is what it is. Um, 2016, Snapchat or Instagram? Snapchat. One of them must die. Snapchat is much more private, so it doesn't have to die, but Instagram can die. Instagram. Yo, there's no one selling me tummy flat tea on Snapchat. Absolutely. I think Instagram, I feel like, I feel like Instagram stories are going to become the most popular one, but I really like Snapchat. I really approve of Snapchat way more than it, just because, like, Instagram has, like, Instagram has too many fucking people on it. That's another thing. Instagram has too many. Snapchat is a controlled community that you sort of determine, whereas Instagram is also controlled com- that you, a uh, controlled community that you determine, but it's also a very wide, spammy, annoying-ass community of people, and, like, 
ex-people used to talk to in high school that you don't really want to talk to anymore. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like, I feel like we need to leave one of them, and I'm saying Instagram stories, man. I feel like it's a good idea. I feel like it's a good steal for Instagram. I feel but, like it's a nice try. But Snapchat is, like, more prominent to me. I don't know. Um, everything Kanye West-related except the music. I feel like we can sort of leave that in 2016 mm-hmm. and just, like, stop paying attention to him. I don't know what else, man. What can we leave in 2016, bro? Oh, man. We can leave, um... We need to leave fucking... Oh. Niggas need to leave fucking... Them... You know what? Them sneaker raffle lines... Don't need to stay in 2016 and not come in 2017, because them shits are dangerous. Like, I don't know. First of all, design, like, expensive sneakers in general gotta go. Sure. It's just a dumb it, thing. It's not even let expensive me tell you to something. Let me tell you something a wise man once said to me. Yes, please. I will not spend $600 on shoes, but I will spend $600 on, sh- on hoes, because shoes only go on your feet. <laughs> that was a smart man. Smart man. Lost smart all man. his money. On hoes, but <laughs> that nigga ran up a check. Absolutely. Um, what else can we leave on Snapchat? Fuck. Title? Dog filters. Oh, I'm sorry. Not leave on Snapchat. Leave in 2016. Dog filters. Dog filters? I like dog filters. Yeah, you would like dog I filters. I like dog filters. Nasty, nasty I like dog filters. Um, Dirty move. Title, maybe? Title, absolutely. I can't wait for Jay-Z to get bored of this. I feel like he's going to eventually, and we're oh, all just going to be, like, finesse. It's um, like, damn, we supported you. We, we, You know, that Tyra Banks meme. We, we thought you could do it. Like, we believed in you. It's whatever, baby. And he's just like, whatever, man. Come on, just oh, get no, Apple. What's wrong with you? It's all music, baby. Like, come on. Like, this is just music. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, Stupid asses. Let's see. Uh, let's see what we got. I don't know. Oh, know scamming? Because now the chip readers are out and you niggas are fucked? Scamming? Yeah, because now all card readers will read back to you the number that's supposed to be on the card, and if it does not match the number that is on the card, you are caught. Let us get scamming out of here. Scamming should be out of here. It's not that I, I have anything against you stealing rich people's money or anybody's money mm-hmm. through through credit card scams, because get it how you can. Absolutely. But, but that shit is illegal. Mm. Illegally legal. Um, Orlando Brown? Orlando Brown can come into 2017. <laughs> yeah, bugging. You can Yo, come. <laughs> you come through, bro. Um, let's see. We got Molly, we got liquor. We are we are leaving Obama's presidency in 2016, but do we leave Obama's? Nah, we don't leave Obama. We you want to know why? why? We're going to enjoy him. He's going to be cool, swaggy uncle. Yes, He's I agree. Be swaggy uncle Obama. Um, let's see. What did we leave in 2016? Gosh, I don't know, man. I just... We're definitely not leaving Pokemon Go, apparently. No, I am not leaving Pokemon Go. Even though most people are leaving Pokemon Go. Yo, wild boy. I am not leaving Pokemon Go. They've, they're doing a lot of great things, even though the game kind of still sucks. but uh, Or designed just poorly still. But they're doing a lot of great things. Don't leave them in there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where else we leave, but you know what? We're leaving the end of this podcast in 2016 because mm-hmm. we are officially done. So, everyone, have a happy new year. 
Yep. We will see you in 2017. Love you all so much. With Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, listening Honestly, I really appreciate it. As long as as much as I say fuck you people, which you don't say fuck, a lot. I say fuck people a lot. Definitely I say does. it all the time. All the But I'm usually like time. off the Hennessy. Um, so I love you all. Yes. You're all wonderful people. Bam bam. Shorty make me weak when she deep throat. Boop. All right. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty dope. You followed um, us throughout entire 2015, now 2016, and then eventually 2017. Shit is about to be lit for you know 2017. A lot of people about to make a lot of good moves. We about to about to be out here. Shout out to, you know what? I like the rise of in 2016, like black content, and I mean that in like the, every sense. It's like the shows, the fucking. The articles, the podcast, the podcasting has become huge, and there's a lot. There's a pretty much everything for everybody. I love so yeah. many podcasts right now. I kind of want to, sh- like, share some of your favorites. I, I listen to the Read, which is funny. Nigga, we've been listening to the Read though. I listen to, of course, Bodega Boys, also funny. Never not funny. Random acts of podcast with Ampavelli, also funny. There is the Forecast, which is this podcast with a bunch of dudes from the Bronx who I'd love to eventually get on this podcast one day. We can get them. Um, shout out to, the, to Carlos just saying that off the roof. Like, yo, we got them. We got that. You got that already. Got that, nigga. Um, I'm right there, nigga. Great, they in pocket. Great podcast. Shout out to you guys. You guys are all killing it. Um, I like, fuck, what else do I like? I don't know, nigga. Tell me. Let me go through my podcast Rolodex. Go ahead, bro. Um, Tax Stone. Always with the fire interviews and the journalism and the wild shit you said, beloved. Be safe, though. Um, Justin Davis, Voice of the Voiceless podcast. They came back for its third season. Um, shout out to him. He's always got good interviews. Um, I listen to uh, the Bill Simmons podcast. People think Bill Simmons is a worm. I kind of like him. Juan Epstein is always good. Juan Epstein is like the quintessential podcast for me. Like, I'd love to have sort of the banter as those guys because it's just so – it just feels good. And, you know, various wrestling podcasts, even though I think wrestling podcasts are kind of going south. But, you know, black podcasts are winning. Black media is winning. So shout out to 2016. Black Live Matter. I think that's like my second time saying that and, like – it doesn't matter. I'm just going to keep saying it. two episodes, man. Shout out to that. Consistency. Uh, um, Black content, you rule. Coming out with more black content in 2017. There's flavor to it, motherfucker. Hell yeah, There's nigga. seasoning on it. There's gravy in the joint. Yo, 2017, we're going to do this. But until then, we are out. Thank you for listening. I love you all. To the Two Bells Podcast. Fuck bitches get money. <laughs>